Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop J. Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop J. Godwill as he ministers the engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Let us share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for what you are doing, for what you have done, and for what you are going to do, and for what you are about to do in this conference. Thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. And thank you for what you have determined to do before the foundations of the world. And tonight I know that it will surely happen. Have your way, dear Holy Spirit. Have your way. Have a free course in our midst. Accomplish your great works. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. Your hands together for the Lord. All right. Um, I think it's very loud on stage. If you can lower up stage. Turn your Bibles with me to Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse number 24. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 24. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor God is doing something. Amen. Now I'm telling you what will be happening in this conference. That's what I'm sharing with you briefly. What God is going to do in your life through this conference. Amen. And I bring great salutations as we stand here to our daddy and our father. Bishop Dougie Ward Mills. Your hand clap is suffering from diarrhea. Amen. What a blessing to have such a great father, such a great leader. And today, by the grace of God, we are here. And through his direction and inspiration, we are having such a wonderful conference. Amen. And so we give God the glory and we honor Bishop Dougie Ward Mills powerfully for his input into our lives. Amen. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 24, the Bible says, Rise ye up, take your journey, and pass over the river Anam. Behold, I think we should all read together. Is that fine with you? Alright. Let's take it again. Rise ye up, Take your journey and pass over the river Jordan. Behold, I have given into thy hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Hezbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Put your hands together for the Lord. And a shout of praise. Amen. So, this verse is giving us a very powerful 
revelation or series of revelations. And um, I want us to take them piece by piece. God was speaking to his people. Rise ye up. Isn't it? Take your journey and pass over the river Anon. Behold, I have given, I have given into thy hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Hezbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in a party. Contend with him in a game. But in what? In battle. Hallelujah. You see, when I was becoming a Christian, or my early days of Christianity, I thought Christianity was a very peaceful... Um, do you understand what I'm talking about? Once you are in Christ, you have peace. You, because Jesus Christ is called the Prince of Peace. And so you have peace, and everything is just peaceful. Everything is just cool around you. But I have come to realize that no, you are rather welcome to battle. Tell your neighbor, welcome to battles. Hallelujah. So welcome to warfare. Amen. Now here, God said, I have given you the land. I have given you the king and his land. But begin to possess it. Contend with him in battle. Even though God said he has given the land, he says contend with him in battle. Challenge him in battle. Fight him in battle. Hallelujah. Now most of us are here from central region, Cape Coast, and various areas in the central region. I believe that in the realm of the spirit, God is taking us further. I said God is taking us further. God's taking us higher. Hallelujah. I was talking to one of the ministers who have been here in the land from of old. Some of the ancient papas of the land. And he's going to be here. Many of them are going to be here during the conference. Hallelujah. And he told me how challenging Cape Coast has been over the years. And I'm sure, Reverend, you have more stories to tell us. Cape Coast. Everybody say Cape Coast. Sometimes you talk to some ministers. When they mention Cape Coast, then they shake their heads. Cape Coast. <laughs> Cape Coast. Do you see? Now, God is giving us the land. Oh, your amen is suffering from Kwashiorkor. Anyway, don't worry. It's only the beginning of the conference. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. So the more you hear, the more your faith is increasing. Say, my faith is coming. Say, my faith is rising. God is giving us central region. I travel around quite a bit. And when you visit some of the places, even the Bura, the Bura that we fetch water from, you see that they have written, uh, another religion has built the well, and they have written their things on. The toilet, where people go to download, they have written their names on. So everywhere you pass, you cannot escape this religion. And they seem to be pervading the land. 
Do you understand? But God is sending us. Hallelujah. To possess the land. I have given you. I have given you. The king of Hezbon. I have given into thy hands. Sihon the Amorite. King of Hezbon. And his land. Begin to possess it. And contend with him in battle. But you know. And we carry this thing into kingdom business. Am I talking to anybody? But here God is saying, become a fighter. Fight. Fight battles. Become a fighter. Even though he has given the thing to you, you have to fight. You can't sit down and say, Eh, Hey! A thing for you never lost. I want the only my my Everything, there are two sides. So, there's a true side to it, but you can't base your Christian life. I don't know which scripture is that song. And even if there's a scripture, there are several scriptures. So, you can't base your Christian only on one scripture. Am I talking to anybody? Now, there are several things in here. Number one, he said, rise up. Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, up, up. There are many people who are sitting, relaxing, sleeping. Do you see? It's like, you know, it go do for me, it go do for you, it go do for us. It's like God will do it. So, me, dear, I'm relaxed. God is moving by His Spirit. Moving in all, God is the one who is moving. As for me, I'm, I'm, I'm resting. God is the one moving, but as for me, I'm, I'm relaxing. And Jesus, or God, is saying, "Rise ye up, rise ye up." Look, I, I have been amazed as I look into Scripture and I see over and over. When Jesus meets people and tells them, rise up. And mostly, there are people who are somehow bedridden. (laughs) And he tells them, rise up. 
And I'm American. Look at, look at Mark chapter 2 verse 1. A man was brought to him, bedridden, carried by four people. Look at what Jesus told him. I did say verse 1, brother. I said verse... Did I say verse 1? Verse 11. 11. I say unto thee, rise, arise, and take thy bed, and go to thy, 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 and go thy way into thine house. This was a man who was carried by four people. <laughs> if he could rise and go home, he would not have been brought there. This is the man they removed the roof and downloaded him. And yet when Jesus came and he saw him, he said, Arise! Arise! Take your bed! Go your way! Arise! Hey. Wow! Bishop Francis, you're welcome. Please come. <laughs> All the way from Winneba. Clap properly. If you are clapping, clap properly. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. Arise. At this conference, you are going to arise. I said you are going to arise. Yeah, you may say, but, but, but pastor, I'm already, I'm already running. You can rise higher. I said you can rise higher. No matter where you are, no matter the level you are, you can rise higher. Say, I'm rising higher. Say, I'm going to rise higher. I'm going to rise higher. I'm going to rise higher at this conference in the name of Jesus. This art of leadership conference is going to cause you to rise higher. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Rise ye up. Rise ye up. Look at another person Jesus told him to rise up. John chapter 5 verse 8. He went to the pool of Bethesda. He met this man, impotent, had been lying there 30 and 8 years. When he went, he said, will you be made whole? And all and all. Then the only thing Jesus told the impotent man, impotent, not impotent in terms of marital impotence, but that no one, no power to rise, paralyzed. Some of us are paralyzed in ministry. We are paralyzed in the work of God, but at this conference, power is coming into you. Strength is coming into you. Divine energy is coming into you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are going to rise. Even if you don't want to rise. We are commanding you to rise. And you are rising in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout I am rising. Say I am rising. Hallelujah. Even if you don't want to rise. We are saying, we will not allow you to be where you are. You must arise. Put your hands together for the Lord. I'm looking to anybody. Look at another person. Ay, ay, ay. This one, this one, they blow my mind. Luke chapter 7 verse 14. Hey. 
This one, the man was dead. The man don't die, finish. Bata, bata. In a casket on the way to the cemetery, case closed, certified dead, rigor mortis. On the way, on the way, on the way to the cemetery, grave diggers had finished digging the grave. They were waiting for him. They were expecting him. Some people are expecting the end of your ministry. But thank God for this conference. I said, thank God for this conference. Somebody here, you are planning on giving up. You, were, you, you have come to a point of giving up what you are doing. Thank God for this conference. Thank God. Jesus is meeting you on the way to the cemetery. On the way to the end. Maybe you are, you are you, you think, you're thinking of giving up in your marriage, giving up in your job, or whatever it is. God brought you here. God brought you here. God brought you here. Jesus said to the man, the dead man, he came and touched the bride, the, 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 uh, the beer, a uh, casket. Mm, casket, now you're free. We don't use this word in our morning. So you abuse or you have And they that bear him or carried him stood still. And he said, He said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise! And look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. And he that was dead sat up. You will sit up today. Have you heard anybody tell somebody, listen, you better sit up. You better sit up. Sit up. Sit up. Sit up and do something. The power of God at this conference through his servants whom he has brought, that power, the anointing is going to enter your bones, enter your spiritual muscles and nerves and cause you to sit up. Say, I'm sitting up. See, I'm rising up. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. That is what is happening at this conference. Rise up into your calling. Rise up into the gifts of God. Rise up in the power of the Holy Spirit. Rise up in the anointing. Rise up. We are going to rise up. I said we are going to rise up more. In Cape Coast, in the central region, wherever we are, we shall rise and possess the land. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Rise up and overcome your fears. Rise up into church growth. We must rise up into church growth. Hallelujah. Thank God for church growth. Look, no matter, every church is a church. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, he's there. Thank God for two or three. You have a membership of five. You have done well. Thank God. Ten members is great. Twenty members is great. Fifty members. Hundred members is great. Thousand members is great. Two thousand is great. But you can rise higher. See, I will rise higher. See, I will rise higher. Amen. You, you are cell leader, cell, whatever, area fellowship. And you have some members. It's great. Thank God for 10, 15, 20 members. But you can do better with 50 members. You can have another and start another and have another. 
Say, I'm rising. Say, I'm rising. Let's rise into growth. Amen? Now, number two, he said, take your journey. Take your journey. Hmm. Say, my journey. Every one of us has a journey. And you see, ministry is a journey. It's a long journey. It's a long journey. At the age of 12, Jesus was already in the temple having serious Bible study. At the age of 12, his journey had begun longest time. In fact, even in the womb, Herod and others were looking for him to, to kill him. A baby. His journey had already begun. He said, arise, rise ye up, take your journey. You have a journey, have a journey. I have my journey. Paul said, I have run the race. You got your race, I got my race. Tell your neighbor, you got your race. I got my race. I got to run my race. And you got to run your race. Hallelujah. I have my journey. You have your journey. Reverend Christine. Yeah. And you must rise up and take your journey. And the earlier you begin your journey, the better. Those of us who are younger, we must begin the journey now. You must begin the journey now. I thought I would hear some amens from some younger people. Begin your journey. Your journey into ministry. Start now. And your journey may begin by having a fellowship, a a bustle, two people, three people, five people. Bishop, you're welcome. Clap, clap, clap for... Consuming fire is here. Life Cathedral is here. Hey. There will be life and consuming of fire setting. I tell you, no demon can escape from this place. Am I talking to anybody? I'm just about to end my session. Take your journey, your journey. Hmm. The journey is to, to, to run. And the earlier you begin your journey, the better. And let me tell you, see, there are mysterious things. Jesus' earthly journey, he had only 33 and a half years to run the journey. So assuming Jesus was like some of you, did you hear what I said? If Jesus was like some of you who are planning that, "Uh -uh, I'm too young now, I want to wait at 40 or 45, then I'll begin that journey. Yeah. If Jesus was planning to start his ministry at 40 or 45 or when he was about to retire from uh, ministry and housing, what would he have accomplished? Begin your journey now. I said, begin your journey now. Thank God you came for this conference. Thank God you came. Thank God you came. Hallelujah. Even if you want to begin. By the grace of you before beginning. Never throw away opportunity giving you to do something in the church. To see the choir. To do a special thing that have to do with looking after souls. Gathering souls, looking at a shepherding way. Practical shepherding way. And no, and no, and no, and no, and no, and no. Because it will teach you a lot of things. 
Hey! One time we started a church. This pastor, missionary, recommend for them to. He went to Uganda. He was sent to Uganda. You know Uganda. Idi Amin's hometown. Did you see his footprints there? Somehow. Yeah. Idi Amin's hometown. That's where he was sent. He was one of our first missionaries. Now, when he was going, God opened a door and he, it was through somebody who was transferred, got a job there. The man was a banker, bank manager. But he helped, he helped the church. He was not even a member of our church, but he helped by allowing the pastor to come and stay with him. And then he helped in the church somehow. So he came after some months. He came back to Ghana on a visit. So I had a chat to him. I said, sir, how is the church doing? How are things? He started shaking his head. He said, I prefer a hundred times working at the bank than doing anything in the church. And I said, why? He said, pastor, church people, if you tell them to come at nine o'clock, they will not come. And when they do come, there's nothing you can do to them. But at the bank, if I say, come at nine o'clock and you don't come, nine the much for letter. I just write a letter, Pie, you are out. Tomorrow, I have new people who are. I just suck you like papa, but church people. If we say, come, they don't come. There's nothing, you, you, you just have to. You just have to wait. You just have to be quiet. Church people, if you say, do them, do them, they don't do it. It's like you become powerless. There's nothing you can do. And he said, I am not used to that. I am used to, hey, this is your job. You don't do it. Fire! But as he began to do church work, he realized that, were you callous, callous? Everybody say, callous, callous. Hey! Be a chameleon. Everybody, you know, you're green. Everybody, you know, you change color. Yellow. Why you red? Why you blue? They say, hey. You see, oh, yeah, bad there. Put your hands together for them. <laughs> Take your journey. Take your journey. Look, some of us, this is the age we should be reading some serious books. Serious ministry books. Serious ministry book. This is your age. 15 years. 16 years. Our bishop, he began his ministry practically at the age of 16. Hey, uncle. 16 years. In scripture union, he was already doing visitations of Ubiansman. Vacation, he write down the names of everybody, write down their homes, their addresses, and prays for them long back. Nobody told him what to do. He pray, he wakes up, he prays for them, and he takes off, goes to visit, visit, visitation. He will draw direction to everybody's house. Sixteen years was doing it. Nobody paid him, nobody gave him any allowance, nobody said do this, do that, no. But he felt, that's what I must do. And he began doing it. And he has been doing it ever since. Ever since. 
you are not too young to begin your journey i see many people beginning their journeys in the name of jesus your journey into a mega church your journey into becoming a mega church pastor your journey in becoming in becoming whatever responding to your calling don't postpone it begin now i see somebody beginning his journey in the name of jesus now number three he said pass over this river or pass over the river anon pass over the river pass over the river Ha. Ah. you see rivers have always posed as major barriers to development to progress to advancement when you meet a river you have met a blockade when you meet a river you have met a major barrier and that is why i said go over this river go over the river and on go over it pass over it pass over the river don't stay behind the river you can stay behind the river build your tent there pitch up everything there and say this is how far god has brought me but he said pass over the river pass over See, I'm passing over. And you see, you don't just pass over a river. So, to pass over a river, hmm, to take your troops, your armor tanks, whatever, and go over a river. My God. Go and ask Moses. Moses went over his river. That one was the Red Sea. He had to go through the river, cross the river, with all the millions of complaining and memory and fearful people behind him. We say Moses ye cultural. Ye cultural. Make Jaya wo Egypt wo ya wo ya won to him. Wo punish ye cry ye won to him. Baby as e kwe. Ni ye bogu wo nsu ma na. Take your journey. God is raising leaders who will cross rivers. I see you crossing your river. Whatever river it is, whatever barrier you come to meet, as for barriers, there will be many, many barriers, many barriers in ministry, many barriers in going forward. Wow. But it takes the spirit of a leader to be able to cross the rivers. To cross the rivers. To cross the rivers. Yeah. You see, when I look back at the history of our church, I find many amazing things. And I find many amazing rivers that our bishop crossed and crossed with us. Many rivers. First of all, even beginning the church as a medical student in Kolebu with your professors and whatever surrounding you and they, who can just snuff out your life like this who, who are you student hey instead of learning you say you are what ah it was a river but he managed to cross the river in a way to make a church exist right under the noses and the nostrils and the eyes and the infimfims of the professors and whatever yeah he, he managed to cross the river then a time came the church had grown from classroom lecture hall to uh, our friend and a canteen. Then it's like we can't be in this canteen forever. 
Where are we going to move to? The church was full of young, young people. All of us were young. No car. We are just trying to get married. Trying to understand life. Hey. It was no easy. Bishop Sam went to buy an armored car. <laughs> Do you know armored car? Some, some people call it Tefle. Some call it Tefre. Some call it Apotro. But it's the original armored car. When that car enters the gate, then why it can't hold the gate. Why? Yeah, you better the car now. Car now. Orba, orba. When he bought one, then he told me that, oh, he knows a man. He was also selling one. I said, brother, take me to him. Hey! I also went to get one. So, Apotro number one and Apotro number two, they will be coming. Yeah. We married with those cars. We gave birth to our children in those cars. I mean, not in the car, but. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? But how was he going to cross the river of the future of the church? Bishop went to found an old cinema hall. Hmm? Old cinema hall. No roof, abandoned, full of rats and we smokers. And next to it was a bola, rubbish dump that is building like that. And next to it was an explosive public toilet. Otumi Yaman, Hitni Chena, Nanankasawa, blast, bush. Yeah. I'm telling you. And this was the only available whatever. He was behind the river. Do I cross this or I remain here? He said, we are going. We are going. We are going to buy this property. How much did we have at that time? We had 240,000 Ghanas in old CDs. And we're buying the property for $100,000. No comparison. Do we stay behind the river? They say, we don't have any money. We don't have any resources to do this. So I think we just have to manage at this canteen forever. You know, God himself. If he wants us to move, I mean, we just provide the money and then we will know how to move. See, I'm crossing my river. He stood there. We raised funds. We had never raised funds in a church before. He brought a man of God to raise funds. One Sunday, we, 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 we scraped the under of our pockets, everything. After we raised the funds, Bishop came and took the mic and said, God spoke to me that I should carry all the money that we have raised and give it to this man of God as a seed. I mean, we, we shouted in the church, yay, but it was like, yay. <laughs> hey. But thanks be to God. I said, thanks be to God. I don't even know, I don't know whether Bishop Sanjay, you will remember how we raised money after that. 
Yeah, but some way, somehow, we managed, he managed to lead us to cross that river. We crossed the river, crossed into Kolegono, possessed that place. And he said, we are going to transform this place into an ultra-modern cathedral. Yeah. And it happened exactly. Exactly. Today, if you go and see, you don't see any, if, you, if you, they show you how it was before, you will never match it. There are rivers. There are rivers. And if you don't rise to cross your river, you will just be stuck behind for years. I see you crossing the river. I see you crossing whatever you can cross it. You can, that's, that's what the Spirit is saying to somebody. You can cross that river. You can cross that river. You can cross that river. At this conference, God is giving you the wisdom you need, the keys you need, the anointing you need, the power you need, the encouragement you need, the boldness you need to be able to cross that river. Shout and say, I will cross my river. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Somebody here, the river you must cross is the river of marrying. Just marry. You have been dancing behind for a long time. Because you have faith. I have money for this, for that. For, uh, for, uh, Lobola. What's, what's Lobola here? Engagement. There's so many things. So you can be dancing around uh, for years. Before you realize. Football. Football one. Football number two. Ah. You are crossing that river. I said you are crossing. In the name of Jesus. So rise up. Pass over this river. And he said to him. Don't forget. Elisha crossed Jordan. And he crossed on dry ground. Elisha also crossed the river. Jesus crossed the sea. He almost died on the sea. When the storm came, he had to rise in the middle of the storm and rebuke the storm and continue his journey. I see you continuing your journey. In the name of Jesus. Don't say, eh, I'm, I'm dying in the storm. Yes, you are. But rise up, rise up, rebuke the storm. Do something. Because God is on your side. Say, God is on my side. I'm not going to sink in this river. I'm going over. I didn't hear you say, I'm going over. Hallelujah. Now he said, behold, I've given the Amorite Sihon, the Amorite king of Hezbon, and his land begin to possess the land. Amen. God is giving us lands. I've given you the king, the king and his land. The king and his land. See the king and his land. See the king and his land. Look, there are some places that devils have taken control. Demons have taken control. And they are standing there and they are saying that I will not allow anybody. You can't come here. They are standing. Demons are standing there like that. So you can't come here. You can't come here. You can't come here. You can't come here. You have to rise and say, I am coming there. I am coming there. I am coming there in the name of Jesus. I am coming for you and I am coming for your land. Hallelujah. 
demons must not scare you. Devils must not scare you. Witches and wizards must not scare us. I have given you. I have given into your hand. I have, I have, I have already. I have given into your hand. I have given into your hand. I have given into your hand. Sihon, the king of the Amorite, and his land. And whatever is in the land is also for you. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Yeah. Perhaps there was gold in the land. Perhaps there was oil in the land. Whatever is in the land is also meant to be a blessing. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. No, no, no. We can't afford to just take the back seat. We can't afford to give lands, dash lands to King Sihon's and just abandon them. Say, oh, Sihon. Hey, Sihon is there. Hey, hey, Mpocho, Wunja man. Sihon. Well, they nim them, they nim them a spirit, no. He said, I have given. He said, I have given. God is giving us places. God is giving us towns. God is giving us cities. God is giving us places. God is giving us countries. God is giving us portions, villages, towns that we must possess through the gospel. Am I talking to anybody? We will never retreat from anywhere. Jesus said, all power is given unto me. Therefore, go. Amen? If they ask you, who sent you here? Say, he sent me. The one who said, all power is given. He sent me. I was in Gambia. I was sent to Gambia. Bishop sent me to Gambia years ago. Gambia is an Islamic country. When we went, they said, oh, there's no church. No church can register. Government had banned Yahya Jame, President Yahya Jame, is still the president. He had banned registration of churches, longest time. So I went to see the chairman of the churches association. He was even a Ghanaian. When I went to talk to him, he knew my parents. He had asked me, he said, young man, this government, don't joke with them. You better go back to your country. Else they can arrest you. However, you can be coming around. I will allow you to be teaching, to be talking to our youth from time to time. Our youth group. When I left the place, I was quite depressed. I said, Lord, my bishop has sent me here to start the church, to register it. Am I returning churchless? The spirit of Anakazu rose up in me. Someone said the spirit of an akazo. Then I remembered I'd seen a Nigerian man with a church. I said, Nigerians, I'll go and talk to the pastor. So I went to see the pastor. I said, sir, is your church registered? He said, which registration? Which one? <laughs> he said, he said, well, I submitted my papers. But soon after I submitted my papers, that was when they brought embargo on registration of churches. But I am here operating without any registration. And nobody has worried me since. I said, thank you, sir. 
Thank you, sir. Immediately, I went looking for a place of meeting. We found a classroom. Everywhere we went, the classroom, the school was, they had a Muslim uh, headmaster. I wrote a letter. Went to see him. So, we're a group. We need a meeting place. So, right, we wrote, sent to him. He said, can't have it. I was surprised. So, we started meeting there. Started a church and everything. Then, um, a new missionary came. I handed over the church and I came back. Months later, I heard that. After the church had become solid and whatever. Some, our brothers from the other side of the religion went to attack the church and they went to attack the headmaster how did he give the place to a Christian church a church the headmaster said it's not a church they said, the people said it's a church no 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 there's some youth some youth group said it's not a church meanwhile the church the letter was Lighthouse Chapel International but God closed the man's eye he didn't see it when he saw it the church had already become a church By the time he sacked them, they were strong enough to find another place of meeting. I visited them last year or two years ago. Bought their own property, big church with many branches and still growing. Hallelujah. I have given you, I have given you the king and his land. But you have to rise and with strength fight and enter. But if you do bojorism, do you understand bojorism? Bojorism, memorism, typical Jesus Christ, only in a Jesus. What I miss, I you find them tutors, tutors, what I am sorry to say the kingdom is not for Asumji seeking people, the kingdom is for fighters. Hallelujah. Am I talking to anybody? This Bishop Pani Walden, the first charismatic bishop in this town, you should ask him, he will tell you how he has suffered in this town before. Yeah. Many times he will preach on air and he will create enemies in the town. But God has kept him. And God is still keeping him. Amen. Are you ready to fight? I believe that at this conference, God is going to equip us with mighty, mighty weapons. I see somebody rising like a Rambo. Rambo, Rambo, Rambo. You see, Rambo never went to battle with only one, one weapon. He will have rifle, have pistol, have some machine gun, have some knives and he has always his hunting knife his hunting knife will be somewhere yeah and often that is the one that comes to his rescue i see a rambuic anointing you will overcome 
you will overcome. Put your hands together, give the Lord a shout of praise. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.